Welcome back to the Learn English Podcast, the podcast teaching English in context so you can learn naturally. My name is Dr. C and I'm a TESOL certified English teacher. I teach English online to students who are learning it as a second language. I created this podcast with the goal of it becoming a resource for you to help you with your vocabulary, fluency, and knowledge of American culture. On today's episode, we are going to do one last episode about Christmas. Christmas is coming up. It is celebrated on December 25th every year. And on today's episode, I want to focus on American Christmas traditions. As I have said in the previous episodes, Christmas is such an important holiday. It's the biggest holiday of the year in the United States by far. It has its own culture. It has its own traditions. And that's what I want to focus on today so you can learn about how Christmas is actually celebrated here in the U.S. So with that, let's get started. Christmas definitely has its own traditions. There are some very traditional ways of how Christmas is celebrated here in the U.S., and that's what I really want to delve into today. That's really what I want to discuss. So let's talk about how Christmas in general is celebrated and what are some of these Christmas-specific traditions and items that you will see at this time of year. So the first one that I want to start off with are Christmas stockings. Christmas stockings aren't actually stockings that you wear, okay? These are not things that if you go to a store and you buy stockings, these do not look like those. These are shaped kind of like a long sock. They usually have some decorations on them. It'd be very strange to just have a plain stocking, but usually you have decorations on them. Uh, you can even have them personalized and people can have their names for them. And you hang them up on your fireplace mantle. So, with uh, Christmas, part of the mythology, part of the belief or the things that children get told about Christmas, one of the main things is that Santa Claus lands on the roof on Christmas Eve. He comes down the chimney and he delivers gifts. Part of this whole tradition has to involve with the stockings. So the stockings are put on the fireplace mantle, I guess, for easy access to Santa Claus. But that's where people usually put them. And that's where you get the term stocking stuffers. Christmas stockings usually have little gifts inside. They're not really large items. You wouldn't put a brand new iPhone in there. For example, that would be something you actually give as a gift, but they're little gifts. They're small, fun little gifts that you put, and usually you stuff the stocking. That's where the term comes from. So you put a bunch of these little gifts and you you give them to whomever the, the stocking belongs to, for example. The stocking stuffers can be small toys for kids. They can be maybe some chocolates, some food items, something like that. Not necessarily very expensive, but just a small gifts that you can easily buy a couple of them and put them in multiple stockings. The other part of decorating your house, of course, has to do with the Christmas tree. The Christmas tree is very important when it comes to Christmas time. There are live trees, so you can go to a store and buy them. You can find them at home improvement stores, for example, like a Home Depot or a Lowe's that we have here in the United States. You can buy them there. You can buy them at Christmas tree farms. So at this time of year, there will be pop-up kind of Christmas tree patches, little areas of dirt where all of a sudden there's a bunch of Christmas trees that are for sale in that little spot that nothing usually is for the rest of the year. That will happen in different communities. 
There are also nurseries that are Christmas tree farms. So they sell Christmas trees and they raise them all year. If you're getting this live tree, there are two main ways to get it. The first way is to get it pre-cut. You take that Christmas tree home and you put it on the stand and then you decorate it. You have to be very careful with this type of tree because they dry out. It's a cut tree. It's dying. So you have to put a lot of water in the stand. You have to make sure it stays very hydrated because Christmas lights get very warm. And you can have issues when you have a very dry tree and very hot Christmas lights that can be dangerous. So you have to be very careful. Make sure your tree stays hydrated and hopefully it'll last the entire way up until Christmas time. I have never had a live Christmas tree. I lived in a house where my brother was allergic. And then now that I live by myself, I have cats. And so it's just not good to have a Christmas tree around them. I've never had this type of cut Christmas tree personally in my house, but I have been in houses where they've had this cut Christmas tree. They smell amazing. Christmas trees smell great, but the drying out factor is very real. You have to make sure they're very hydrated because I've seen them before. By the time you get to Christmas, the tree looks like it's half dead and it's not really appealing to look at. So you have to take really good care of it. If you don't want to do that, and if you want, you don't want to have a cut down Christmas tree and kill a tree. Instead, you can go to a nursery, for example, and buy a live tree. So they will dig out the tree, they will put it in a pot, and they send you home with the tree and the pot. So the pot has dirt and you water the tree like normal. And then after you decorate it and do all of your Christmas things with the Christmas tree, you can actually take it outside and plant it in your yard. I have friends who've done this, so they have Christmas trees in their yard from multiple years you can also reuse it if you keep it in the pot so you can take it outside keep it alive water it during the year and then the next year bring it back in some people like this better because they say it's more ecological right you're not killing the tree you can use it multiple times so you're not consuming as much you're not wasting as much money buying multiple trees and they just like having the tree then you can have it in your yard you can keep it in the pot or you can plant it and it just makes it maybe a little bit more environmentally friendly as an option so that is an option that people do i will say that they're usually more expensive if you're getting the live version i think because Places know that you can use it for multiple times, so it's usually more expensive. Once you have your Christmas tree, you need to decorate it. So as I mentioned before, this usually involves Christmas lights. Christmas lights come in many different colors, many different styles. You can get ones that change, so they change from different colors, that they twinkle, which means that they turn on and off. They can have them, you can change the speed, how fast they turn on and off. You can have ones that light up with different colors or have different effects to them. So there's a lot of different Christmas lights. You really have your choice of what you would like once you get your tree. There are so many different types of lights. You can buy them at department stores, at regular kind of general stores like Walmart, Target, Costco. All of them will have Christmas lights. In addition to the lights, you usually add some other types of decorations. The most common are Christmas ornaments. And again, sky's the limit. You really can do whatever you would like in terms of ornaments. There are so many different ornaments. The Probably the most classic are the circular spherical ones. We call them Christmas bulbs. And you can get those in different colors, uh, different sizes. You usually put those around your tree. In addition to that, you can get ornaments that are actually shaped as stuff. And again, up to you what you want to do. There are people who have 
themed trees. So they have like a snowman tree and all of the ornaments are snowmen. Or you can have like a comic book tree and you have Batman and Robin and and all these different superheroes on your tree, Spider-Man, etc. Uh, you can have animals, you can have pretty much anything you would like. You don't even have to do a theme if you'd rather just have random mix and match, which, which you prefer, the type of ornaments that you like. That works as well. People have custom Christmas ornaments. I've given custom Christmas ornaments as gifts before. So that's a really easy gift that you can give someone. You can just get a simple Christmas bulb and paint them, for example. That's something I've done. You can also get Christmas ornaments made. There are companies that you can send pictures to or design ideas to. They can get your name on it. They can get different pictures made into different Christmas ornaments. So again, there's so many options and there's so many different things you can do to customize it. But really having that Christmas tree with ornaments on it, some type of decorations is really what's integral to that Christmas tradition. Besides ornaments, people use like snowflakes or cotton batting to make it kind of look like snow, not real snowflakes, but ornaments that look like snowflakes, I should say. Cotton, people put cotton on their tree. People will put like some type of spray that looks like snow. There's also tinsel, there's ribbons. So there's a lot of different things that people will put on trees. Sometimes people will even put like food items to make it look a little bit more woodsy, I guess. Um, a popular one is using cranberries and popcorn. We talked about cranberries in our Thanksgiving food episode, but cranberries are native to the United States. They are usually in season in the fall season. So right around Thanksgiving time and Christmas time is when you can find cranberries. So people will put those on a string and put them on their trees. I've seen that before. And just having some decorations, just really trying to make that tree look nice. However you like it, whatever you want to customize too, definitely an option for you. You can also get artificial trees. Trees don't have to be live trees. So for example, I said that I didn't have a real tree when I was growing up, but I always had an artificial tree in my house. That's definitely an option. They are reusable, of course, because it's not a live tree. So you can use them all year round and you would decorate them the same way that you would decorate a live tree. So up to you, whatever you prefer, a real tree, a fake tree, as we'd say, or an artificial tree. And as long as it has the decorations, that's really the key part of that tradition. Besides decorating the tree, there's also additional indoor and outdoor decorations that people do. One of them is garland. Garland looks like the branches of a tree, we would say. Garland, I would say, is usually artificial. It's not usually live branches, but it's usually some type of synthetic material. It looks like the branches, the needles of a tree. And you kind of do the same thing that you do for a Christmas tree. So you can put lights on it. You can put Christmas ornaments, bows, decorations, and you can hang them up inside. So growing up, we had garland inside our house. You can also decorate the outside of your house with it. There are some neighbors that used to live near me that decorated with garland outside. It looked really nice, but very, very fancy, very difficult. In addition to that, when you're decorating the outside of your house, you can also put Christmas lights just by themselves, not necessarily on the garland. And that is also very, very popular. People usually put Christmas lights outside of their house. Again, just like with your tree lights, you can get every color of the rainbow, multiple colors, lights that change colors, lights that turn on and off, lights that you can also have lights that look like icicles. So those are called icicle lights. They hang down. So you put them around 
the top part of your roof. Um, you put them around your roof of your house and they look like they're hanging down. In addition to the lights that are going around the roof, it's also very common to have lights in the front yard. I would say a lot of people in the United States live in houses that have front yards. Of course, not everyone. There's a number of people who live in apartments and condos and who don't have front yards. But if you live in the suburbs like I do, people have front yards and people tend to want to decorate their front yards for Christmas. I talked about this in the Halloween traditions episode that we did, but decorating your front yard when it comes to Halloween and Christmas is just one of those things that people do. You will see people who put lights on their trees outside and on their hedges or on their bushes outside. I've seen that before. There's also people who just buy different light fixtures. For example, I've seen like a train. It looked like a train, but it was made out of light. So when they turned it on, the wheels would spin, the lights would turn on with the wheels. So it looked like the wheels were moving and that was in their front yard. There's candy canes. You can get candy cane shapes and it's in light form. So candy canes are candy and they look like a cane shape, but you can get big ones made out of lights and not out of actual candy. And people put those in their yard. Just like with Halloween, people also get inflatable balloon type things. So you plug them in and the object inflates with air and it's usually some type of shape. So you can have Santa Claus, reindeer, or pretty much anything else, anything that maybe has a Christmas hat. I've seen Yoda with a Christmas hat as a inflatable Christmas decoration on someone's front yard. Uh, really, again, the sky's the limit. Uh, there's a character called the Grinch that is associated with uh, Christmas times. So I've seen him. Other uh, Christmas motifs like polar bears or bears wearing Christmas hats, see those as well. So there's a lot of different options. Again, if you go to like a Lowe's or Home Depot or some of those kind of home supply places, you will see a lot of different options, a lot of different things that they're selling for Christmas decorations. And again, all very, very popular. Besides decorating the inside of your house and the outside of your house with all of these Christmas decorations, the Christmas also involves spending time with your family and usually involves food. Christmas Eve, which is December 24th, and Christmas Day, which is December 25th, I would say are the big two days for celebrations. People do celebrate ahead of time and have maybe Christmas office Christmas parties or get togethers with friends earlier in the month, but usually Christmas, even Christmas day are reserved for your family. Now you can celebrate multiple days. So for example, if you have a significant other, if you're married or dating someone, you might go to one family on Christmas Eve and the other family on Christmas day. That's very common, very popular thing to do because everybody wants to celebrate Christmas. All families want to get to get together on Christmas. It's a very, very important holiday. So people use Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to try to like maximize their time with their family and, and go to all of those get togethers and gatherings. As I said, this celebration of Christmas usually involves a meal, kind of similar to Thanksgiving in that way, but not a set of food items like Thanksgiving is. Thanksgiving has very traditional food items that are associated with it. Christmas is a little bit looser. Of course, there are families who have traditional things on Christmas, but it's not as hard set. It's usually more family specific with what they want to eat and what they usually eat at Christmas time. But again, it usually involves a meal, usually involves a lot of food and especially desserts. 
Of course, that whole family time and Christmas dinner leads up to the big part of Christmas, probably the number one tradition associated with Christmas, and that is gift giving. Gift giving is such a big part of Christmas because Christmas is supposed to be about this idea of giving to others, giving back to others. And when you have family members that you're close to, it's assumed that you're going to get gifts for them. Kind of is a little bit stressful if you have a very large family like I do, but family members you give gifts to for sure. So your parents, your siblings, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, your grandparents, your significant other, if you're dating them, they should be getting gifts. Very, very common to give gifts to them. Again, like I said, my family is pretty large. So my mother is amazing at this. She has like a system after all of these years. She has a list of everybody she needs to buy for. And she buys Christmas presents the entire year. She writes it down, like who gets what. And it's kind of become the system for her. So she has the entire year to plan out her gifts. Um, I follow that a little bit because I am always looking for ideas to give to people. When you have the Christmas time, it's, For me, I find it very stressful if I have to buy for a lot of people all at the same time. So I try through the year to kind of keep my eye out, see if there's something I think someone might like, and then buy it ahead of time and then just kind of keep it until Christmas. So for me, it's less stressful if I get to Christmas and I already have everyone's gift instead of worrying, you know, a week or even a day before of what am I going to get this person? That's really what I like to do. I like to, to buy them ahead of time, but Uh, again, after Thanksgiving, you have Black Friday and you have all those sales because everyone's got to buy stuff for their friends, for their family member and and give those gifts. So you, that's why you see those big sales around Christmas time for people who don't buy during the year and who are getting all their shopping done the month before Christmas. It becomes a very, very busy time of year for sure. Besides your family members and your significant other that you would get gifts for, if you have friends that you're very close to or coworkers that you're close to, I've given gifts to coworkers. Uh, You can also have like office parties, maybe where you do like little gift exchanges, or you can also have um, some offices or workplaces do where they, you get one person you need to buy a gift for. So you're not buying so many gifts at one time. There's also people that you could give gifts to are people that maybe are not really friends or family, but people that you know very well. So for example, if you lived in an apartment building that has a doorman, which is someone who opens the door and is kind of like the person at the door of the building, people usually give them some type of gift at Christmas time. Uh, I had a dog who she got groomed by the same person for years, a dog groomer. I gave her a gift. If you have maybe a hairstylist or somebody that you have seen for years and you know, uh, you could give them a gift. Again, it doesn't have to be something really huge, but you do. I'm a teacher. And so every year I have students who give me gifts. This isn't the most common thing. I would say a minority of my students give me gifts, but parents will send their students with gifts. Again, I teach in a high school, so I have a lot of students and I only see them for about an hour a day. For elementary students who are with their teacher all day, I would say it's more common. So if you're a parent of a child, you would send your child with something, maybe some type of gift card or a small gift, maybe a box of chocolates or some type of food item. That's common to do. 
So gift giving, like I said, very, very important tradition, and it can kind of spread to a lot of people uh, pretty quickly, right? You can start giving gifts to your neighbors and your friends and your coworkers and your children's teachers and your family, and then all of a sudden you have a lot of people you need to buy for. So you have to kind of decide, you know, who you're giving the gift to, but for sure, for sure, family members, for sure, someone that you're married to or dating, um, your children, that kind of stuff, you know, guaranteed. And then besides that kind of depends on your relationships with other people, how well you know them and, and that kind of thing. Those are the main traditions. Those are the main ways I would say people celebrate Christmas here in the United States. Like I said on previous episodes where I've done these holiday traditions, this is not an all-inclusive list. This is not every way that someone celebrates, but probably the most common ways that you will see, the most popular ways that people celebrate. If you like this episode and you want to hear more about holiday traditions and celebrations, not just Christmas, but other holidays in general, let me know in the comments. I can do more episodes like this, but I won't know to do them or not do them unless you tell me in the comment section. Also, if you are enjoying this podcast, if this is helping you learn English, please leave a rating on whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast on. I would greatly appreciate it, and it would really help this podcast grow. If you don't want to do that, another way to help us out would be to recommend us to a friend. Tell someone about our podcast so we can reach a larger audience and continue to grow. Consider liking and subscribing so you don't miss our episode when it comes out. Now, normally I say our episode is going to come out next week, but next week is Christmas and I'm going to take Christmas off. So instead, our next episode will come out in two weeks right after the new year, the first week of 2024. Can you believe it? It's 2024 almost already. So please like and subscribe so you don't miss our episode when it comes out in two weeks. And until then, keep learning English.